and welcome to another exciting edition of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your MC Davo. With me today, we have Twy. It's a me. <laughs> that just puts a smile on my face every time. <laughs> we have Andy. Hello, Ladle Brainers. We do not have Kells for this edition of the show. Oh. He's yeah, he's doing something work related, I'm sure. Something important. And we have the Sensei Neil. If Kells isn't here, I don't think I want to play today. Yeah, I, if I would have known, I wouldn't have come. I hmm. but, but I'm twice. here. Oh, yeah, twice, twice here. All right, I can do this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Like, geez, people, come on. What am I, chopped liver? <laughs> right. The red-headed stepchild? Mm-hmm. You have red hair? No, it's gray. It's actually pink. Nice. Nice. Whoa. <laughs> I gotta cover up all my gray. I'm gonna go pink. It doesn't cover up the gray. Trust me, it does Dang not cover man. up the gray. <laughs> <laughs> the gray is are disrespectful. They keep popping up. <laughs> I kept telling my girls that no, it's not gray. I'm going blonde. Oh, nice. They didn't buy it. No, I call it hair glitter. <laughs> what are we doing, Neil? Um, I don't know. You want to play trivia? Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see. I'll come up with some rules real quick. How about if we have a theme? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll have six categories of four questions each. Let's mm-hmm. say each question is worth, I don't know, 10 points. All right. And maybe a few bonus points thrown in here and there. Mm. Uh, oh, and then after after those six categories, we'll have a bonus round uh, that could be worth up to 100 points. Wow. Hmm. That could make a good podcast. I agree. Well, let's give it a go. All right. So today's theme is transportation. Transportation. So each no, category. It must be a train category. Uh, yes. It's possible. Uh, each category is going to be a type of transportation. All right. And I like cate- this so far. Category one is planes. Hmm. Question one. What are the only two airlines to purchase and put into service Concord planes for five points each? I know one for sure. I'm locked in. Um, locked in. I'm pretty sure. All right, I'm I'm locked in. Okay, uh, we'll start with Devo. I said British Airways, and then I went old school and said TWA. All right, Andy. I know for a fact one of them's Air France, and I guessed on British Airways. Ah. Air France. Why? I also say British Airways and Delta. Okay. The correct answers are British Airways and Air France. What? Air France was the one that had the accident that ended Concords. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, they're no longer in use? Okay. Yeah, they they had a, a tire explode on takeoff for an Air France flight and it started a fire which blew up the plane in the air (gasps) that's awful and the investigation after that was this desire that the Concords were expensive to fly and they were going to have to be retrofitted to to make sure the accident happened again and it was decided instead just to retire them I think I'm going off of, you know, old memories. I, I read a bit about them when I wrote the question, but I don't really remember. But <clears throat> I know there was an accident that led to them being uh, discontinued. And I think they were just, they were so expensive to fly. They were having a hard time filling the seats. Yeah. They weren't mm-hmm. making money with them or, or barely making money with them. Then when it was clear they were going to have to be altered after the accident, they went, nah. And they were, it was an aging fleet at that point, too. All right. Question two. What is the alliterative nickname for the B-17 bomber flown during World War II? <clears throat> and we'll have a bonus. Using Price's Right rules, 
uh, closest without going over. How many were made between 1936 and 1945? Ooh. How many B-17 bombers? You need to write down your numbers. You don't get to change your answer after uh, you hear anybody else. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Um, I'm going to punt. What? On I've question two? I've got nothing. <sighs> I may regret this, but yeah, I'm punting. <laughs> okay. It is your prerogative. <laughs> You're allowed. It's just we're going to look at you askance. Halo, a scance? A scance. Andy. They were called the Flying Fortresses. And I know, well, I don't know, but I'm, I'm guessing there are over 10,000 built. I wrote down 10,000, but I okay. gotta think it's a, more than that. But being conservative. And that's why. Now, Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. <laughs> Kick us away. There's a high, twisting, hang time spiral. Oh, don't hurt. Don't hurt yourself, David. Yeah, I, I have a pinch. I have a bulging disc. I shouldn't dance like that. And David, what's your answer? Flying Fortress. And we went with Price is Right rules. So I said, one dollar. All right. Wow. I said, one. Just one plane in service a lot. <laughs> I figured somebody would guess. The, I think the guess is going to be so high that it's going to be totally wrong. So I'm I'm betting on y'all's ineptitude. I kind of wish we'll see how that plays out. Now. Yeah, we'll see how that works out for you. I have yeah. four and ten thousand. So the correct answer is the Flying Fortress, and I saw this in a number of places. Uh, a very exact number of twelve thousand seven hundred and thirty-one. Oh, and wow. it was very close. Now that's much more than one. That's closer than I thought it was going to be. That's that's a really good guess, Andy. Well, I was being very conservative. I, well, I first was going to put down fifteen thousand. Why didn't you? Then I would have been which right. would, have, would have given you the hint there. <laughs> and it would have been funny that I guessed the Price is Right rules. It would and have been funny. Stage. Well, it's still it's still funny in your wrongness. It's, How, it's, it's also not as funny. Well, it's kind of funny because it was how many planes and you said $1. <laughs> so I'm not sure if you would have gotten it right, even if I had said 15,000. I'd like things since they said we were counting planes, you said $1. I like to think that Sensei has a better sense of humor than all that, but. Honestly, I no, didn't catch we, that. You here for the uh, D&D movie conversation earlier? That's true. I was. <laughs> not a sense of humor there. Right. I have a good sense of humor. I just like funny movies. Wow. <laughs> like so my problem, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> funny movies like you know, the Godfather. Right. I, that's I that's Friday the thirteenth. Oh, I love that one. Mm -hmm. Saw is a yeah. good one. Yeah, that's Saw really is funny. funny. Hostile. Right. I just get the, <laughs> I just get the chuckles every time. Get the giggles. <laughs> that clown no, is hysterical. All right. So question three. Uh, I'm going to play a clip, and you need to tell me who is the primary artist. Seems like there might be two artists there. That's why I said the primary artist. Ah. Locked in. Locked in. There's a featuring in this one. Uh-huh. All right. I'm I'm guessing by the sound of her voice, I've never heard this movie. What? Or song. Hmm. Wow. You probably hadn't don't realize it. It could be. It was pretty Yeah. I'm still concerned he thought it was a movie. Are you okay? Uh, you know. <laughs> I've got him shook by by my take on the D and D movie. You do, yeah, he really did. <laughs> All right, Twy, what do you got? It's B O B featuring Haley Williams. David Rats. B O B featuring Haley Williams. Andy. Miley Cyrus. That was Haley Williams. You he. Okay. Okay. Right now, yeah. 
I could use a dream or a genie or a wish to go back to a place much simpler than this. Cause after all the party and it's smashing and crashing and all the glitz and it's so that's Bob the rapping there. That's Bob. Yeah. B-O-B. That's Bob. B.O.B. <laughs> yeah, Bob's a good rapper there. <laughs> Bob, Bob down at the down at the hardware store. He, he raps on the side. <laughs> the, the song is called um, Airplane, by the way. Ironically enough, B.O.B. is a flat earther. Yeah. Yes. Oh. And he's talking about it. He has a song called Airplanes. Wow. <laughs> is Haley Williams a flat earther, too? Oh, no. She is not. No. She's the lead singer of Paramore? Paramore. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now I know who we're talking about. Okay. I love Paramore. I like Paramore. Mm-hmm. All right. Question four. What Russian-American aviation pioneer is considered by many to be the father of the helicopter? Oh, I was writing something down. Locked in. So it's not Da Vinci. (laughs) Soviet Russia. (laughs) This is one of those that I would never have pulled in a million years. But once I heard it, I would say, oh, okay. No idea. I'm locked in. I'm th- um, profusely thanking my father-in-law for this answer. Locked in. Okay. We'll start with Davo. Sikorsky. Andy. Mig. Twy. Smirnov. The correct answer is Igor Sikorsky. Wow. I've never heard of that. Did not know that. I've heard the name in relation to um, to um, helicopters. I think there's a Sikorsky company that makes helicopters. Mm-hmm. One of their most popular ones is the is the one that can lift heavy loads. Well, it looks mm-hmm. kind of like a dragonfly. Mm-hmm. It can lift lift really yeah. heavy loads. Did they make the the one in Airwolf? They did not. Oh, that is not a Sikorsky here helicopter. All right. At the end of category one, Twy has 15, Andy 25, and Devo 35. Yeah. All right. Well done, Devo. Booyah. So after planes, obviously comes trains. Now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're just here, Devo. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I don't know. I took a Beatles quiz once. I mean, these are true. all actually about trains, but um, I don't know that Andy has, well, except for maybe one of them has really specialized knowledge. I don't think they require specialized knowledge, but we'll see. Question one, what style of political campaigning is characterized by making a series of brief campaign stops at small towns in a short period of time? Originally, the appearances or speeches were made from an open platform on a railway car. Locked in. Locked in. I have a trivia nugget. I'll bet you do. Not really about trains, though. Locked in, I think it's this. This hits both of your wheelhouses. (laughs) Almost dead center. Yeah, it really does. (laughs) Let's start with Andy. It's whistle stops. Twy? Whistle stop. Right on, Twy. Good pull. Whistle stop. (laughs) Correct answer is whistle stop. And the trivia nuggets, the first uh, candidate to really do this was Andrew Johnson during the midterm elections um, after he had taken over the presidency from Abraham Lincoln. And it was a disaster. It was an epic, epic disaster. Like his, his, uh, he was campaigning for the Democrats and they actually lost a lot of ground. And there was a, a couple of, Notorious spots. Well, one, one in particular, he stopped at Pennsylvania, and as he was wrapping up, the bleachers collapsed. Oh, God. And there were people killed and injured, and he kind of just got on the train and left as they were going through the what? wreckage and trying to pull people out. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Not a good look there. Andy, what's the what's the origination of the whistle of the term whistle stop? Whistle stop was a name for a a small station that a passenger train wasn't necessarily scheduled to stop at, but if it had passengers, 
they could set a signal for it to stop and the train would whistle to acknowledge that the signal that they were going to stop at that station. Oh, cool. So for oh. very small towns. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> uh, question two. Where was the first daily operating monorail system in the United monorail. States installed? Monorail. 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 <laughs> Locked in. If you say Springfield, you're going to be wrong. <laughs> Only because I know they have one. Locked in. Yeah. I, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know trains. Wait. I'm locked yeah, in. Yeah, that's right. Locked in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Start with why. Disneyland? Oh. No. I said Chicago. Andy. I I have an answer to parenthetical. The the first monorail was at Disneyland for sure. But they experimented with monorails before that, but it wasn't like the monorails that we know of today. And there was one in New Jersey in the 1880s, but it 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 looked more like an upside down train. It was a train on a bridge that was suspended. But it only used one rail as well. And it only operated for a few months, I think. <clears throat> well, I couldn't tell you that. It was I know it was an experiment. Yeah, I, I was I read about it when I was looking at this because I, I wasn't convinced when I saw the factoid that Disneyland did have the first one that there was something earlier because it seemed awfully late. But uh I read about that one and it did not meet the criteria of being a a daily service. Okay. So if I were a regular train passenger in the 1880s and I walked up to something that looked like an upside down train yeah. on one that one track, I one. I would not give them my money. Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> But it was all made of wood. It was ah, pretty, pretty sturdy wood, I'm sure. Honestly, <laughs> you didn't want to ride a train in the 1880s, period. All right. Question three. For three points each, which four U.S. states don't have any Amtrak service? Oh, that's a really interesting question. I, I believe that that means oh. no Amtrak tracks at all. Or stops. Well, Amtrak doesn't own track. Well, okay. Except so there's no a stops little bit in these corridor. There's no stops. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to imagine the. Oh. So after they pulled the Pioneer, I think is. Oh, Lord. Hmm. Yeah, you're getting something going on, Andy. There, he's ruminating. This is a really good question. It's a very good question. Oh. <laughs> um. Locked in. I feel comfortable about one of mine. <laughs> I'm locked in. Locked in. Okay. Start with Devo. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I said Hawaii. I said Wyoming. I said Alaska. And I said Utah. Okay. Andy? I've ridden an Amtrak train through Wyoming, but since then they've eliminated that train. That was the Pioneer. It also went through Utah. Uh, so Wyoming's one, South Dakota's one. And I was really stalled for a few minutes till it hit me Alaska, which has their own passenger service, the Alaska Rail Company, and Hawaii, which has no rail service. That's why. I have Alaska, Hawaii, North and South Dakota. Okay. Well, you all did pretty well. Um, one of you got all of them. Obviously, <laughs> obviously uh, Alaska <laughs> and Hawaii don't have Amtrak service. Uh, Wyoming doesn't either. Um, and neither does South Dakota. Ooh. Wow. So I got nine points for Devo and Twy and all 12 for Andy. I'll take three out of four on that one. Me too. That was an interesting question. Like two, two of them were kind of, were kind of gimmies if you, if you. Yeah, but I, I was not thinking about those two at first. I was really stumped. Well, because you were born in the 1840s, you're used to, small, right. you know. I remember how <laughs> mad my dad was at Mr. Seward when he bought Alaska. <laughs> Waste of money, if you ask me. Uh, question four. What was the nickname of the locomotive that Casey Jones was driving on his fatal crash in 1900? No. I've actually Ooh. got three answers I'll accept. Bob. 
<laughs> That's an airplane. He's a rapper. Oh, right. Blaine? Isn't that a music uh, magician? A, a deep Stephen King cut for you. Blaine? Yeah, the train in uh, Dark Tower. Oh, I never read that. The train that went crazy. Uh, what was that called? I don't know what that's called. I don't remember. I'm I'm locked in, but I have. I don't even know who this Katie is. And I've got my answer. Let's start with Andy. Uh, it was a four six zero number three eighty two for the Illinois Central. Ooh. People say it was nicknamed the Cannonball, but I I'm convinced that was a nickname that emerged well after the the train wreck that took his life. So what's your answer? Cannonball. Okay. Cannonball. Twy? The little engine that could. Oh. Deva. Well, since since they had to crack up with another cold one, I said the silver bullet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like I said, there were three that I would have accepted. Um the one of these I don't it seems like it's kind of a long dig name, but apparently, according to the article I read, some people called it Casey's Cursed Locomotive, which, again, that's kind of a dumb thing to call a train uh, train engine. Ever, really, if people want to get on it. Yeah, these are all nicknames that I think originated well after the fact when it became this, you know, American legend. Yeah. Um, I also would have accepted old 382. Because it was engine 382. Uh, but the more common one is Cannonball. Holy crap. Andy, you were right twice. <laughs> Same question. <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, even at that point where railroads are still relatively in their infancy, there were a lot of locomotives. Engineers did not have their own locomotive. It was, you know, a pool of locomotives that would get called for different trains. Um, admittedly, if you were in passenger service, you were more likely to see the same locomotive more than once, but it wasn't like, you know, that's my engine. I parked it there. When I come back to work tomorrow, I'll, I'll take it out again. It didn't work that way. If I remember right, um, Casey was like working an extra shift or something because someone else couldn't, make it so that wasn't even his regular train or his right. regular route or something mm. obviously andy got it right anyway so twice. that means at the end of category two our scores are twy with 47 uh sorry twy with 44 devo 54 and andy 67 oh hmm. which brings That's us to category game. three automobiles Dude, i love that movie <laughs> uh, question That's one. not a pillow. <laughs> oh, no. Question one: What magazine began awarding its Car of the Year award in 1949? Oddly enough, Trains Magazine. Wow! Surprised a lot <laughs> wow. of people. Oh, it just popped into my head, so I'm going to go with it. Locked in. Um. Yeah, I don't, I'm really intrigued here because I don't, hmm. I think this is a magazine. Locked in? I'm locked in with a guess. Okay, we'll start with why. Motor Trend? No. Deva? Yeah. I said car and driver. Andy? I said car and driver. Correct answer, Motor Trend. Motor wow. Trend, very good. The second you said it, Twy, I was like, dang it, that was it. Well, I know that's what it is today, but I thought that doesn't sound like a magazine name from a long time ago. I just know because I was on their website recently. <laughs> I, I know that because of there's a lot of different car commercials will say we were right. a motor, motor car, car, car of the year. year. Oh, yeah. Question two. What phenomenon discovered in 1842 is the scientific effect that allows police radar detectors to work? Locked in. I had to get a science question in here. Oh, what is that called? Wait a minute. That's, I'm on it. That's, that's kind of the point of the question. Andy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're here. <laughs> Locked in. 
Locked in? Yeah, locked in. Let's we'll start with Deva. Doppler effect. Andy? The Doppler effect. Antoine? Doppler? It is the Doppler effect or the Doppler shift. That is, should be a synth band name. Yeah. Like from 1981. <laughs> German synth. German synth. We are Doppler shift. There you go. <laughs> Question three. John Nance Garner called what political post a spare tire on the automobile of government? Uh, <laughs> I'm locked in. <laughs> spare tire. Okay. Locked in. Mm. Yep, I'm going with it. Locked in. Let's start with Andy. Uh, since he was FDR's vice president for a time, I'm guessing he's talking about the office of vice president. Okay. Twy? Vice president? And Deva. VP, vice president. Correct answer is the vice president. I thought it would okay. be a clue if you happen to know that he was FDR's vice president. I was trying to come up with some political post about automotives or highways or something before it dawned on me what the question was. Yeah, I, th I think he was he wasn't necessarily denigrating the position. He's basically just saying vice president is a fail safe yeah. to get you somewhere yeah. in yeah. case your yeah. president goes flat. Yeah. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> All right. Uh, so speaking of presidents. There are a total of three presidents who were born after their fathers died, right? Ooh. Uh, however, only one of the fathers died in an automobile accident. Who was it? Not the father, but the president. Oh, good Lord. I don't know this. I know nothing about this. I'm going to punt because that is an option I have in this game. Well, we'll just look at you slightly askance. Hey, I waited till halfway through the game before I, I punted. I didn't punt on question two. Excuse me. I didn't hear you. No. I have a. I have a total guess. Mike, sorry. Okay, so let's start with Twy. Jimmy Carter. Uh, Devo. Now Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high, <laughs> twisting, hang time spiral. <clears throat> and Andy. So I'm going on a limb here, but Bill Clinton's dad died before he was even born. So he had to have been a young man. Uh, so I am guessing uh, it's Bill Clinton, but I really don't know how Bill Clinton's dad died. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, Bill Clinton's father was a traveling salesperson, hmm. and he died in a car accident uh, wow. like two months mm -hmm. before Clinton was born, something like that. Yeah, That's two so or three wow. months before, wow. before he was born. He was never in the picture. Yep. That's why he was raised by his grandparents because his, well, at least in his very early years, because his mother um, went off to... Louisiana to work for a few years or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, Andy, Mr. Smarty Pants, do you know who the other two presidents who were born after their fathers died? After their fathers died? Um, so the fathers <sighs> died before they were born. Yeah. Um, Maybe I should just tell you. Yeah. Give me a minute. I want to see. I really... I don't know. I can't come. I'm guessing earlier. I'm, William Henry Harrison came to mind, but I don't know why. No. Uh, Andrew Jackson. Okay. And Rutherford B. Hayes. Okay. Hmm. Huh. Did not know that. Do you know what the B stands for? Um, no. Be kind Bichard. to one another. Birchard. Birchard. B I R C A. Rutherford Birchard Hayes. Yep. That, that is a great is a name. That name is hell on a bubble test. That's why that. you should with be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got another son on the way there, uh, Devo. Richard Lacey. 
Mm-hmm. Has a certain <laughs> ring to it, not. doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely that not. Has that kind of sound like no. I'm getting my ass kicked at lunch sound? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should definitely just stick with Rutherford. Yeah, we'll just yeah. go with Rutherford. That's a lot less butt kicking at lunch and it sounding names in the 21st century. <laughs> At the end of category three, Twy and David were tied at 74, and Andy Hello. has 97. Wow. Hello. I'm, I'm going to break the Addison line. I feel it. Okay. You got, yeah, we're there. It's We're in it still. <laughs> Twy, how do you feel about boats? Uh, I know nothing about them. Okay. Well, this could be a problem then, because next category is boats. <laughs> <laughs> Question one, what American inventor is widely considered to have created the first commercially successful steamboat steamboat launched in 1807? Locked in. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. Only one steamboat person comes to mind, and I don't think it was him. <laughs> Mr. Willie. Exactly. He's <laughs> <laughs> the only steamboat person that's coming to mind. Uh, I'm um, locked in. Locked in. I, I'm using my fifth grade history for this particular answer. <laughs> what it's is your answer, David? Well, it's one of those things everybody kind of, I think every American student has buried in the back of their brain, like, you know, mitochondria is a powerhouse of the cell. Don't need to know that, but here you go. I, when you said inventor, I immediately thought of Eli Whitney. Mm-hmm. Because he invented the cotton gin. Right. right. Which I still don't know what it does. I don't know why it's an important thing. And, oh, my God. You know. <laughs> started the first industrial lady. revolution, dramatically increased slavery in the United States. Um, See, I knew it was created important. a whole new marketplace. But, yeah, oh just those things. See, I knew it was an important thing. Uh-huh. But, so I, my answer is Eli Whitney. Okay, well, that's a great answer. If you were talking about an cotton on, gin. Yeah. I'm just putting an X on my paper now, guys. Good. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> I am. So I knew where I was. I picked an inventor, and I said Henry Ford. Okay. A little before Ford's time, 1807. I know that, Neil. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Well, I somebody I think somebody said that I might be afraid to give you a shame nugget, and I just wanted to let you know that I'm not scared of you, Twy. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm a little scared of you. I'm a little scared. Why? I'm the nicest one it is. We're fine. You are, but your husband, but your husband is your husband dwarfs me. Yeah, mountain of a man. Oh no, but you know what he would tell me? You signed up for this, so deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to meet him sometime. Okay. Andy, what's your answer? Robert Fulton. Correct answer, Robert Fulton. Did you know before we before we continue with that? Oh, that's actually a trivia nugget that's pertinent. So please continue. Well, I was going to say he's also credited with inventing the first practical submarine. Mm -hmm. Had a snorkel. Hmm. So. What <laughs> what precisely does a cotton gin do? It gins cotton. What's what does that mean? <laughs> gin was a, a an agricultural term for mill, but it it was the first device that separated the seed from the cotton. Right. Okay. Okay. And ironically, he really genuinely thought, in part, he was going to reduce the need for cotton plantations to have slaves because that was what most of the slave population was involved with doing was just hand picking mm-hmm. these little seeds out of cotton. But what he failed to, to recognize was when you added that to a couple other new technology advances, the flying shuttle and the, um, Oh, what was the third one the, for thread uh, essentially created the textile industry. Okay. And cotton plantations suddenly became like the oil industry is to us today. They were huge mm-hmm. money makers in America, dramatically increased slavery. Um, and yeah, it was the cotton gin that really kind of started that whole textile industry rolling. 
Cotton gin is is short for cotton engine, by the way. Oh, because it was just a, call it a cotton engine. Because gin is shorter. Come on. Put that on your post-it. It might come up again. Yep. Here we go. You may read the next you question. Know. I may. <laughs> You're going to give me permission? Sure. Okay. Well, gee, thanks, Dave. You're welcome. Question two. The phrase Nantucket sleigh ride refers to a boat being pulled by what? Wow. Locked in. Locked in. I don't really like boats. <laughs> I've decided. Let's see, Nantucket. Oh, yeah, locked in. Okay. Let's start with Y. Whales? Andy? Uh, horses. And Devo? A horse. Correct answer is a whale. <gasps> what? Yes. So Nantucket, really? Nantucket was the, the whaling industry. Yeah, it was the center of the whaling industry. And so it wasn't really a popular term at the time, but it, it wasn't really used by whalers, but it, uh, journalists started it and kind of popularized it. But basically, uh, you know, you got the whaling ship and then they have mm -hmm. these little uh, smaller boats that they use to capture the whale and harpoon them. But mm -hmm. what happens when you harpoon a whale is they don't like that much and so they start to swim away as fast as they can and mm. the harpoon is still attached to the boat and so that's called a nantucket sleigh ride holy but I, I do have a question What's that? i want to know how Davo and andy thought that the horse was going to pull the boat through the water i assumed it was because the boat the water was frozen <laughs> No, I was thinking in terms um, of uh, it was common in canals. Yeah, like the Erie you would Canal horses would have. pull ships through canals, like the Erie, the earliest canal, oh. like the Erie Canal. Yeah, there was actually a horse okay. path. I think probably on both sides of the canal that would yep. pull boats through. So what you're saying is Andy's answer and my answer, though the same, were come about two very different ways. One was well thought out and based in fact, and mine was stupid. <laughs> I would, I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I will point out though that both of them were still wrong. Yes. Right. Mine was just as wrong as yours. That's right. Question three uh, What was the name of the boat captained by John F. Kennedy that was sunk by a Japanese destroyer in 1943? Oh. Locked in. Okay. I think this is it. I'm locked in. Oddly enough, the cannonball. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I don't know this, so locked in. Let's start with Andy. PT one oh nine. Deva? PT one oh nine. That's why. The Titanic. <laughs> Ooh. Uh it was PT one oh nine. Too soon, Twy. Come on. Yeah, too soon. It's really? <laughs> well, I guess in the light of what just happened, probably. But well, what does that stand for? Patrol PT. boat. No. Patrol. A PT boat was like a patrol boat. It was, it was like a patrol boat, but the um, PT stands for patrol torpedo boat. Yeah. There ah, we go. okay. I couldn't think of it either, but once he said it, it was right. Made out of plywood. Yeah, I don't understand. They didn't shoot torpedoes. Huh? Did they, where did the torpedo come from? Is that they had torpedo tubes on the yeah they had torpedo oh, tubes I, yeah mm -hmm. I mean on the on the top in the back okay the more you know question four prisoners would be taken by boat through the traders gate to enter which multi-purpose building crap we've had this question before I'm locked in with a guess. I remember the question locked in. I just, the first thing I thought of when you, after you read the question was Tortuga. <laughs> <laughs> trader Joe's. Different, oh, different kind of trader. Different trader. Oh, sorry. With a T. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's a trader. 
Um, I'm locked in. Let's start with Devo. I said the Tower of London. Twy? The drawing room? Andy? We had this question once before, phrased completely differently, uh, but it's the Tower of London. Something I was trying to remember the question, something about the last time people saw the sky or... That was, was a bridge. Yeah, there was a question about the bridge oh, of size in Venice. That's what it was, the bridge of size. Um, but the correct answer in this case is the Tower of London. Woot. Which has been a bunch of different things, uh, including a prison off and on, and currently houses the crown jewels, among other things. All right, at the end of category four, Twy has 84, Devo 94, Andy 127. Slow down, Andy. We're trying to catch up. <laughs> That's not happening. I'm guessing the next category is going to be pipelines, and I'm going to do poorly. Pipelines? <laughs> it's the only form of transportation you haven't covered yet. That's false. No, we haven't covered buses. I haven't done bicycles either, which is oh, what this true. category is. Bicycle. 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 That is not one of the questions. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it because I, I have a fondness for that song, even though it's objectively pretty bad. But um, all right. Question one. What is a common name for the type of bicycle with a large front wheel and a smaller rear, rear wheel? Oh, I'm vet. I knew this one. I have an easy boat <laughs> if you need it for half points. I shan't be needing it. <laughs> I remember those bikes back in the day, but I don't remember the name because I drink a lot. <laughs> I remember back in 19 double hockey sticks, I saw my first first one of those. <laughs> it's down on Beef Farm Road. Beef Farm Road. <laughs> I'll take the easy mode. Easy mode. Only the unwary they take the easy mode on Beef on Road. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Devo was locked in. Twy and Andy went the easy mode. Easy mode is it's named for its resemblance of the wheels to two British coins. <sighs> oh, locked in. There it is. That was an exceptional easy mode. It really was because there's no way it would have gotten it otherwise. Locked in. Okay, we'll start with Twy. The penny pound. Ooh. Oh, so close. She should get half. Yeah. Andy. The penny farthing. Duh. Oh, it's a penny farthing. The correct answer is the penny farthing. Twy, I'll give you two <laughs> points for getting the penny part. Okay. A farthing, by the way, is a quarter of a penny. Ah. So do you guys know why the wheel was, the front wheel was so big? I've been curious about that a long time. That's... I do not know. It wasn't geared to a chain that allowed you to, to make it go, essentially, because it was pedal, the pedals were connected directly to the wheel. Right. So the original, original uh, bicycles had smaller wheels, but they quickly realized that, uh, one revolution of your feet makes you go further if the wheel is bigger. Oh. And so basically it was a way to go faster. But they kind of had a problem because uh, like going down a hill, you're likely to tip over. Yeah. <laughs> and so somebody invented one where the wheels were reversed. The smaller wheel was in the front. But then going up the hill, you're likely to fall back on your on your back. These are all works in progress. Yeah. All right. Question two. What company was founded in Akron, Ohio in 1898 by Frank Sieberling to produce bicycle and carriage tires? Mm hmm. Locked in. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Locked in? Locked in with a guess. Okay. Start with Andy. Good year. Deva? Damn it. I said, I went the other, I went Firestone. Twy. That was Harvey Firestone. Good year? Thanks. Correct answer is Goodyear. <laughs> Thanks to both of you. 
You both are awesome. Harvey Firestone was uh, part of the original circle of friends of Thomas Edison, Henry Ford. Even more awesome. <laughs> they used to go camping together. Wonderful. And they have a fire. All kidding aside, wouldn't you want to hang stones? out around a campfire with Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, and Harvey Firestone? Well, Henry Ford was a horrible mm. racist. And I can say that really because of Ford. He was a product of his time. They all were. <laughs> and and Thomas Edison was a thief. Oh, no. I'm sticking with it. Well, it doesn't mean he wouldn't be interesting. <laughs> he might be interesting, interesting just sitting around a fire, just, you know. And it's an oversimplification to call Edison a thief. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't want to sit around a fire with me. This is the the People versus Thomas Edison <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Don't make him sit with me very well, you know. <laughs> no. No, it's true. It's a double whammy, too. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so the Goodyear... Tire and Rubber Company was named after Charles Goodyear, uh, who invented vulcanized rubber, as you all know, mm-hmm. but uh, didn't really have anything to do with him. It was just named in honor of him. Yeah, okay. I think he was long dead by the time they, uh, the Goodyear Tire Company started. Question three. What is the name of the chain shifting device that allows bicyclists to shift gears? I can't believe... Dave and I are huge in the cycling. I can't believe we're struggling on this. <laughs> I don't know, and I've already punted, so here's a callback, and it'll make Andy laugh. I'm locked you in. know what? Since he's making me laugh, I want to make him smile. I'm going to punt. Oh, thank you. I got nothing. And, you know, Twy, you could make Sensei smile if you write a joke answer, then it'll be a sweep. And that makes him happy. He doesn't laugh at jokes. You know that. (laughs) I do if they're funny. See? Wow. Locked in. Okay. We'll start with Devo. Clearly, it's a carburetor. What does the carburetor oh, that do? Oh, story will never die. Carburetor, as we all know, it carburates. Right, carburates. That's yep. <laughs> A gear shift. I don't know. And Andy. Now Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Mm. Kick is away. Mm. There's a high, mm. twisting, mm. hang time spiral. Yeah. All I'm trying to say is sweep around your huh. own front door. It is a French word that is pronounced derailleur. Oh, I knew that. Crap. But you didn't say that. Oh. (laughs) I knew at least one of you would recognize it when I said it. Yeah, I should have known that. I'm particularly enamored by when Twy writes down an answer and then she doesn't know. She knows it's wrong. So she'll write it down and she'll say gear shift. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I know it's wrong. Like, like, you're, like you're just offended by the very notion of the question. <laughs> like, get that away from me. The answer. <laughs> <laughs> so you're more mad at yourself than anyone else. Yes. You can be mad at me if you want. That's fine. I have Man, been for years. Be <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much where we live, right? <laughs> I can take it. All right, final question here in this category. What 10-letter word is used to describe early types of bicycles? Oh, I don't know how to print. I'm thinking there's a clue there. Uh-huh. Really? I mean, the 10 letter word thing is like. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. And once again, I'm doing this because of my 
understanding of railroading. <laughs> Who knew that it would save you so many times on a transportation quiz? Right? Okay, well, let's start with Andy. I know around the same time, the railroads were using uh, a new type of hand car they called a Velocipede. And I think that was a name for self-propelled self-propelled vehicles like that. Okay. David? I also said Velocipede. Because of the train thing? No, because <laughs> of the bike thing. <laughs> Why? Two-wheeler. Okay. Uh, the correct answer is Velocipede. Hmm. Because aren't don't bike races take place in a velodrome? They do. Oh, right. Uh, if you break it down, it basically means um, it's from the Latin velox and ped, which means swift foot. Hmm. Uh, and it can be used to describe anything that's anything like that. So like a... A monowheel, which whatever that is, I don't know. A unicycle, bicycle, unicycle. the wow. dicycle, the tricycle, and the quadricycle, hmm. <clears throat> and the, and the velociraptor. No, not no, that's different. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, at the end of category five, Twy has ninety six, Devo one hundred fourteen, and Andy one hundred and fifty two. Andy playing the role of Kells tonight. Well, I'm lucky. Transportation is something I'm I'm good at. Well, that brings us to category six, which Twy successfully guessed last time. It is buses. Buses. Bus. Question one. What early sitcom character was a bus driver for the Gotham Bus Company in New York City? I want the name of the character. If you can only give me the name of the actor, I'll give you half points. Locked in. Locked in. Oh, oh. Oh, I know this. Um, um, wait, wait. Oh. I can see his wife, him, his little tall, skinny friend. Um, <laughs> You're on it. You're on it. What is his name? That's the question. I know the name of the show. Um, um, um. Yes, yes, yes. Locked in. Okay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> the voyage of discovery we go on with you twice is so fun. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> All right, Andy, what do you got? Ralph Cramden. Devo? Ralph Cramden. And Twy. Ralph Cramden. It is Ralph Cramden, played by Jackie Gleason. Question two, who made a cameo in the movie To Catch a Thief sitting next to Cary Grant on a bus? Locked in. Locked in. Let's start with Devo. Hitchcock. Twy? Hitchcock. And Andy? Hitchcock. Here's Alfred Hitchcock. Question three, another movie question. What movie ends with a bride leaving her handsome groom at the altar and getting on a bus with her mom's lover? Oh. <laughs> Locked in. When you look at it that locked way, it seems kind of weird, doesn't it? It's it weird. Does. <laughs> it's true. All of it, 100%. Locked in. Okay, David. The Graduate. Twy. Runaway Bride. And Andy. The Graduate. It is The Graduate. I've never watched it. With Dustin Hoffman. Put it on your list. That woman. Who was that? It's a great movie. Well, Mrs. Robinson was Anne Bancroft. Right. You're trying to seduce me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Twy, that, that is a, uh, that's one of my favorite movies. Okay. I like that one. That's very, that's very good. good. And question four. On December 20th, 1956, the Supreme Court's ruling on Browder versus Gale went into effect, which brought to an end what 381 day event? Locked in. Locked in? Uh, locked in. Okay. We'll start with Andy. It ended the Montgomery bus boycott. Deva? The Montgomery bus boycott. Antoine? The Montgomery bus boycott. It was the bus boycott in Montgomery, Alabama. 
Dave, I'm proud of you. You got a black history question right. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I can learn. Uh, all right. At the end of our regular questions, we've got Twy with 126, Devo 154, and Andy 192. Oof. So unless this transportation final is all about which Batmobile, then I'm guessing it's passenger I'm, I'm train doomed. names. Oh boy. All right, so I've got 10 questions here. Uh, if you, you can keep answering until you get one wrong and then you are out. And I decided to go with movie tribons. Yay! Ooh. So I'm going to give you three actors in a movie that has something to do with transportation. And you just need to tell me the movie. I got an example here. So if I said Bradley Cooper, Leslie Bibb, and Brooke Shields, you would say, Hunt? Um, Come on. Uh, the Midnight Meat Train. What? Oh, yeah, the Midnight what? Meat Train. Don't yeah, remember sorry. that at all. I've Barker. never heard of that movie. It's about a meat train that runs at midnight. It's a subway huh. train. Good movie. Wow. Hmm. There, are, there are no meat trains that run on subways. Uh... Incorrect. <laughs> Just ask Bradley Cooper. The, the main meat trains were, were handled by the Illinois Central okay. uh, in Iowa. All right. Um, yeah, this using is forty foot ice bunker refrigerator off. cars. It's not it's not necessarily meat for human consumption. It's human meat say, for someone else's consumption. I, well, I don't think they do that on subways either. Like that'd be illegal. Clive Barker. There's, there's your clue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for reals this time, question one, start with a really hard one. Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, and Dennis Hopper. Locked in. Deva. Speed. Andy. Originally titled the bus that couldn't slow down. Speed. That's why. <laughs> Speed. Speed is a bit more pithy, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. They, yeah. they tweaked it a little bit, workshopped it workshopped for a while. Workshopped it. <laughs> All right. Let's try Denzel Washington, Chris Pine, and Rosario Dawson. Oh, I just watched this movie the other day. It's oh, so no. bad. Locked in. Locked in. Oh, man. I have an answer. Okay. Locked in. Uh, let's start with Andy. One of the worst train movies of all time, Unstoppable. Twy. Unstoppable. And Devo. I had Runaway Train. <laughs> I cannot remember the name of that stupid movie. <laughs> well, you got the gist of it, Devo. However, the name yes. was actually Unstoppable. Well, there you go. Twy. Make room in that basement. <laughs> You know, when I was when I was looking up uh, transportation related movies, I actually could have done about half of them with uh, Denzel movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Another movie popped in my brain, but it's not yep. Denzel, but I don't want to say it is unless it might come up. Yeah, I'm keeping my <laughs> mouth shut. That's, that's a good, good policy. All right. Question three. Uh, Dave was out, by the way. So it's just Andy and Twy. Hi, uh, guys. Question three is Bye, Robert. Dave Robert Hayes, Julie Haggerty, and Leslie Nielsen. Locked in. Wait. Oh, yeah. Locked in. Twy. Airplane? Andy. Airplane. It is airplane. Exclamation mark. Right. Over Nacho Grande? Never over Nacho Grande. <laughs> Those scars run too deep. Question four. Burt Reynolds... Sally Field and Jerry Reed. Uh, um, locked in. Oh, locked in. Andy. Smokey and the Bandit. Twy. Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. Question five: Tom Hardy, Charlize Theron, and Zoe Kravitz. Hmm. 
Mm. I don't know if you can uh, you can see this, Neil, but I'm raising my hand furiously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, duh! There it is. Now I'm, you kind of lulled us into. <laughs> oh, locked in. Uh, okay, Andy. This is Mad Max Fury Road. This was clever. <laughs> transportation movie i almost <laughs> almost missed this one Toy. i just have fury road i couldn't think of mad max uh, i'll give you that yeah okay all right uh question six we're up to six. how about harrison ford gary oldman and glenn close locked in hand is raised again mm. furiously Look at me. Look at me. Only because you mentioned it earlier. Locked in. Okay. Twy. Cannonball Run. Andy. If Cannonball Run isn't one of the last four, I'm going to be sorely angry. Uh, it's Air Force One. <laughs> <laughs> it is Air Force One. All right. Oh. Twy is out. So it's all Andy. You got to see if you can run the board here. All okay. Right. Good. good luck, Andy. Thank you. Question seven. We've got Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, and Michelle Rodriguez. Oh. This one should have been earlier. Seriously? This one should have been Genuinely, easier. that should have been the first one. Sorry about that. Locked in. But you don't have to lock in. Just Oh, yeah. Fast and Furious. It is. I would have accepted Fast and Furious and two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, I was hesitating there for a minute. I realized you were just talking about the franchise. No, you can't take all of those because Paul yeah, Walker wasn't in every one of them. That's true. You're right. Uh, he, he is posthumously kind of, he is. He shows up in the last one. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed for knowing that. That's awful. Yeah, I actually think I meant to, after I wrote these, I meant to go reorder them. Oh, I'm man. okay with that. <laughs> uh, question eight. Uh, we've got Tom Hanks. Aaron Eckhart and Laura Linney. Hmm. Locked in? You don't need to lock in. Just say it. Oh, right, right. I'm sorry. Force of habit. It's Sully, right. isn't it? It is Sully. Mm -hmm. Tom okay. Hanks is another one I probably could have done three or four questions out of. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, how about Samuel L. Jackson, Juliana Margulies, and Nathan Phillips? Snakes on a plane. Yes. And Chris Evans, Song Kang Ho, and Ed Harris. Ooh. Holy crap. I think it got me here. I want to see. I, I, these are two people I love in all their movies. I love Ed Harris. Mm -hmm. Chris Evans, Ed Harris. Feel, oh! Uh, is it Snowpiercer? It is a train-related movie called yeah. Snowpiercer. Wow. Oh, I like Andy. Snowpiercer too. I, I've seen that a few Great times. I just job, Andy. Man, I was not putting those. Chris Evans does not look like Chris Evans in that movie for starters. Really I always doesn't. forget that's him. You got Oof. all ten out of ten, Andy. Man, that's great. Thank you. Good job. I'm glad I stretched before this one. <laughs> so our final <laughs> scores are uh, Deva with one sixty four, Twy one seventy six. And Andy, 292 points. 292, Andy. Great show. That is a reputable score. That is a very, very good score. I will uh I'll just say in my own defense, I am playing hurt. So <laughs> but, uh, once I get back in fighting trim, I'll uh I'll do better yeah, for that, everybody. That out last there. question Davo got right. He was rounding first base and doing the arm, you know. Yep. Blink, up and yep. down he, he was limping and you know it was his last yep. swing i i just want to yeah. say it's 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 funny that you said just now that you're gonna uh when you're feeling better you're gonna try to win for the people out there as if you think people wouldn't rather hear you get really upset when you're losing yeah because i'm pretty sure that's what a lot of people listen for right yeah, okay, I don't don't see a scenario where you get healthier. <laughs> I mean, you don't go outside. You don't need to go outside to be healthy. You it's not a do. requirement. No, you don't. Yeah. 
Don't wind back to Well, it looks like I'll be playing Hurt more often. (laughs) (laughs) So from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is your uh, injured MC Devo with Twy. M-I-C. See you real soon. Andy. That's all I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Larry Bird doesn't do as much ball handling in one night as you do in an hour. Can we, say that on the, can we say it all in our show? <laughs> so long, little <laughs> brainers. <laughs> and the sensei Neil. Okay, Andy, I need you to tell me who these two people singing the song are. It's John Denver who wrote the song. This is from... This is from the Midnight Express. I'm, I'm going to guess Cher? No. It's close. Well, not, maybe not close, but in fact, kind of a polar opposite. It was Mama Cass. Oh, Mama Cass. Ooh. I might have to find that on YouTube. I'd like to see that. Yeah, you can see it. That's where I got it. Mama Cass had one of the most amazing voices in rock and roll music. Signing off. Good show, everybody. Hello, hello, little brainers. I am so pleased to be talking to you here on the wireless, and I thank you for letting me into your rather common home. If you want to learn more about us, you can be checking us out on the tweeter at Little Brain. I'm not sure what the tweeter means, but I understand it's really important technology that we defeated the Nazis with. I got this. All right. Check out our Facebook page, Brain Ladle Productions. Go there now. Do it. Do it now. Davo, Andy, what are you two doing? Promo. That's that's not how we agreed to do this. Well, well, you do it then. Okay. Well, uh, if some more quizzing is what you've been missing, you can check us out at uh, brainladle.com. You can get your fix in the mix. Mr. President, please. I, I just, we need to get to the end of the show. Just check us out on Patreon for more exclusive content. And at the $10 level, you get an invite onto the show. Phenomena. 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 The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved. Sure, come get this baby.